It's Tuesday the 19th of October. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm Katie Brown. I'm filling in for the great Tim Gilbert and I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. Hey Shano. Katie, how are you? Well, thanks for stepping in. Big shoes to fill with Timmy, but I'm sure you do a fantastic job today. Oh, I know. The pressure <laughs> is on. Now, I just got a quick one before we get into it. I hear you and your son, Tom, have got these new walkie-talkies. What's doing? Yes, well, you know, lockdown, you have to come up with some ideas and uh, Tom's been a good boy. He's only six, so he's um, you got some new walkie-talkies on Saturday and I thought, how? How can I best use this to my advantage? And my wife was out, and there's a good chance for me to lie down and get, get get a bit of rest without having to do work around the house. So I had Tom downstairs, um, and I told him that, you know, tell me when the eagle has landed, i.e. when mum comes home. So he goes, Dad, the eagle has landed. So I got up, sat up, and I got out of, I got out of some housework for a few hours. So it worked out nicely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm in speeches. I'm just picturing myself as a fly on the wall. Um, that, that's brilliant. I feel like you could have used those in lockdown as well, but now there is freedom here. Uh, let's get into it. Today on the show, we've got so much cricket, including the T20 World Cup. It continues. The Women's Big Bash League, that's heating up. The future of the NRL footy show could be returning. Mm. Um, and Ben Simmons is officially back with the 76ers, much to his uh, disagreement, I should say. But there is plenty more to talk about. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care. Targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, Main Hair Care. Let's kick things off with, or should I say, bat or bowl or coin toss, whatever you want to say, Shane, <laughs> uh, with the Women's Big Bash. There's been some awesome um, news this morning come out that we've had these great ratings in WBBL 07, um, 90K averaging on Fox Sports alone. What do you think when you saw this article this morning? Look, I think it's fantastic. And um, I'm sure you being a big advocate of women's sport, it's, it's great to see. Likewise, myself having two daughters. Um, yeah, the numbers are through the roof. 131% they are up um, at Foxtel. Um, the numbers are huge. And I think it comes down to the standard of cricket the girls are playing now. The, um, the standard is so much higher even even from last year, the girls are hitting the ball further and they're bowling faster. So it's really, really good cricket to watch. And uh, they're good on the girls. It's good to see. Yeah, that Thunder Strikers game on the weekend, well, that mm. was the one that got an average of 90K. The rest are getting above 67,000. I love it. And I always just live by Shano. If you can see it, you can be it. And I think cricket are really leading the way, especially with that pay parity that they've they've brought in the introduction of a, another pay rise for the women too. So yeah, all and systems go. And it's really good too. I think we're starting to see the the stories behind the story now. Like um, the young girl Emma Hughes from the Sixers, she's carrying around. She said to her late grandfather who died at ninety two, who went to the war, she wears his dog tag um, on the cricket field just to remind her because he promised her granddad that one day she'll play for Australia. So lovely little stories you're hearing now of the girls. The stories behind the stories, which are great. 
Yes. And also being reported on um, like the men. So you're not just talking about the fluffy stuff. If they're performing poor, you know, there's pressure on um, uh, on Perry at the moment to make sure she's um, performing as well. But let's move on to some more domestic cricket. And we've got um, Uzi Kawaja played pretty well, but still I heard you talking yesterday. So disappointing. You still don't think he's going to get a call up for that uh, green and gold. Oh, I just, I'm such an Uzi fan. Yeah, look, I, I am too in, in a lot of ways. Um, he's sort of been labelled a bit lazy in the past, but he has a very, very good test record. Um, and, you know, scoring 150 not out um, this week. But three Queenslanders have really put their hands up um, for the spots. Um, Mark Steckerty is probably going to be the fourth bowler in line behind, you know, our top three in Cummins, Stark, um, in Hazelwood. But he took a 10-wicket haul, a big bag for him. And and a guy who's actually doing really, really well and putting his hand up at the right time is a guy called Jimmy Pearson, who's um, the Queensland wicketkeeper. He scored 203 games. And just with the, the age of our current wicketkeeper and captain, um, he could be the next next Test cricket cricket um, keeper in line. So if you get that job, you do everything right. You play for ten years and make a lot of money. Ooh, okay, mm. Pearson, watch this space. What were your thoughts on the uh, the T Twenty World Cup overnight? We only just managed to get the three wicket win. Lucky it was a warm up over the Kiwis. Um, Josh Inglis being the hero in that final over. Yeah, it was. Um, they've done really, really well, and it was a nice warm-up match. But you're seeing some really interesting results come out of the the sort of minnows um, in this first part of the series. Uh, that an Irish cricketer, um, Curtis Campfer, took a double hat trick. And for those that don't know, a double hat trick means four wickets in a row. So it's one, two, three, and two, three, four. Um, two hat tricks, a double hat trick against the Netherlands. So um, I'm sure he'll be drinking some Guinness tonight. Oh, <laughs> I'd be celebrating too. <laughs> I think Harsha Bogle commentated. Cannon. Balls or cricket balls? And I thought, oh, that's a beautiful piece of commentary. (laughs) (laughs) Away from the cricket, let's get to the NRL fix. Um, Look, I know you and Timmy probably spoke a fair bit about this 19-year-old, Reese Walsh, who um, Mm -hmm. found out his fate yesterday at at court um, because he pled guilty to the charges of cocaine possession and contravening a a move-on order. So he's been dealt a $400 fine and a good behaviour bond, and the NRL fined him $5,000 in two matches in 2022. Um, Your thoughts and take on the 19-year-old fullback for the Warriors? Look, the, the kid's got potential. He's made a mistake. Um, it's an expensive mistake. You know, it's cost him, you know, five, nearly $6,000 for this bad mistake and plus whatever the night cost him. Um, so hopefully he'll learn from that. So he has got a lot of ability um, and maybe it might be just a slap on the wrist and um, and the lesson he needs at a young age because I think the, the kid potentially could be a very, very good footballer for a long time. Yeah, I do too. And he's mm. he's such a baby, 19 years old. Yeah, wow. And being such in the forefront of the the public eye, but I think that he's in good hands at the Warriors with Cameron George coming down hard on him, making him face the critics and be honest mm. with the public on that one. Um, NRL footy show because it looks like the NRL and Channel Nine could be uh, weeks away or or less in securing their new broadcast rights deal from 2023 to 2027. Six hundred million is the number being thrown around. But the big one is the footy show. Do you want the footy show to return and who would host it? Well, I'm not sure if we want the footy show to return. I'm sort of sick of men dressing up in women's clothing. But um, anyway, whatever floats your boat, hey. But um, look, a massive deal here. They're talking $600 million, which is around $120 million a year for five years. A lot, a lot of money going into um, 
to rugby league, which is great, which will filter down. Um, and I think it'll, um, it stands in good stead because, you know, the one thing that people all watch live now is sports. So you've got these, um, broadcasters clamoring over these rights deals because they know how much it's worth in advertising dollars to them. Absolutely. And um, I, I love the Channel 9 100% footy show. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of that, maybe because I am a journalist. But yep. Andrew Abdo said he wants NRL seven days a week. And, um, and, and Channel 9 really have to sort of live up to that because right now, Fox League just manage it a lot. I would say, in my opinion, just mm. I love the Fox commentary on that. Um, <laughs> do you know, AFL, they get $946 million, though, just in the 2023. In 2024 seasons over seven and Fox. So AFL mm. bring in the coin, don't they? They do, and it's probably more of a national sport, um, you would say. That's probably why the dollars are there. But uh, you know, the AFL has been really, really well managed from a management perspective for, for many years. They've, they've been the, 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 the major um, performing sport in this country. Um, and the thing, the thing they do really well in the AFL, they have a genuine off-season. Um, so people really look forward to when the season comes around and I think due to you know pay TV, a lot of sports have been almost bastardised and 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 over people watching it too much, so they sort of lose their their currency a little bit. But um, yeah, they felt big big dollars. But good good news for the NRL as well there. Yeah, I'd say that as well. While we're talking about Aussie rules, Boyd Woodcock mm. has spoken out because he uh, was caught off guard by his shop delisting at Port Adelaide. The small forward, he's only played twelve games in the last two seasons. Got the call up from coach Ken Hinckley and. As you could imagine, I mean, Shane, put yourself in this 21-year-old's shoes and he doesn't have a contract now. He's he's leaning on his manager to find him a new deal. How would you have felt? Do you remember the, uh, just feeling so disheartened when you're getting let down? <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, I remember getting dropped. Um, we played a New South Wales game versus South Australia um, at the Adelaide Oval and the manager decided to tell me at the tea break that I'd been dropped from the Australian one-day team. <laughs> oh! <laughs> what an arsehole. But um, I won't say what his name was but yeah that was really really disappointing and and, it, and and you know you take it personally as you should um but he's a young kid and you know he thought he'd done enough he's playing in a really tough position there up up front um and playing only 12 games but yes being delisted um with jared um, leonard as well so you know a couple of guys need to reassess and hopefully find a home for them because um they're both talented footballers yeah, and I guess age is on their side yes, as well. Correct. Being 21, you still got a bright future. He just needs to continue to work hard. Um, and just in the vaccination world, because there's every day a new story regarding a different sport on how they're going to manage the um, the vaccinations and the jabs with the athletes. Now, Tom McDonald has come out and spoken and, and called it ethically wrong that uh, the AFL mandate a jab, and um, I- I'm intrigued by your mm. thoughts on this, and, and probably our listeners too, because there's so many points for and against. But my my point at the end of the day would be you respect their choice, but also you've got to live with the consequences of the law. Well, that's right. And uh, look, Tom McDonald is double vaxxed himself, um, but he said yes. Um, he thinks it's unethical to force sports people to be vaccinated. He said he, he thinks the frontline workers should be. But uh, when it comes to sport, they should respect the player privacy. Look, I don't know. I think if you're talking about a business and a, and, a, and the commercial world that we live in and all these players get paid big money, uh, for someone to be sort of in that environment and potentially put at threat the rest of the team or the business um, is a big call. So, look, I, I'm for vaccination, but you know, I could sort of see what he's saying. But uh, unfortunately, the world we live in um, – you know, whatever whatever said by the league is going to going to take place. 
Yep. And I also think we live in a world where nothing is private if you are an athlete that um, performs Mm. in the public sphere as well. And just on that, in the AFLW world, Denny Van Hagen has um, resisted. So she's the AFLW player in South Australia for the Crows. Um, People are calling on her to respect her choice. She's a registered nurse, but the um, AFL Players Association will have a final policy out Mm. by Friday on that. But yeah, look, I think it's. It's, um, I understand people having you know, the right to do what they want to do, but when it comes down to it, if your employer says this this needs to be the case, well, you have a choice then, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. And just to finish on NBA, let's take uh, our listeners overseas and with an Aussie who has just – Oh, wow. If there, there can't be any more controversy, but then there is. Uh, ben Simmons, he's officially back at the Philadelphia 76ers. He's still got four years and $200 million to earn at that mm. club. But Doc and Ben, they don't see eye to eye. There's been videos that have surfaced of him not being in the team huddle. It is not a good look, is it? No, not a good look. And um, Ben Simmons wanted out of that contract. But as you said, four years and $200 million remaining on that, they just couldn't trade him. For, for any value so money talks money talks Katie so he's back there now and um, he'd been fined along the way quite a bit over a million dollars already uh, for not showing up to pre-season so when you see your bank account going down and down and down every day you may as well get back out there and bounce a few balls surely oh, well I think that's what they realise they realise it's a business as you mentioned yep. the only way that he gets moved on is if he proves that he can perform on the court and right now oof, they've got an opener against New Orleans Thursday out time so I think it's all up in the air whether or not he'll play but Mm. it's in his best interest to play he's supposed to be talking tomorrow so watch this space (laughs) now before we wrap things up you've got a war story for me and I am very very intrigued by this one well I do it's um this goes back to 1994 when I was at the Creed Academy under Rod Marsh and um we were training twice a day down there early morning and and the evening and I decided to take a job during the middle of the day working at the South Australian Cricket Association just in administration um to keep myself um occupied and um and earn a few bucks and I got to meet the great Sir Donald Bradman which was uh yeah I did it was amazing and um he used to come in once a month um, to sign personally every autograph and there were like bags and bags full of um, uh, people writing in and, and he would, so he'd sit there and, and sign it and I, I got to sit with him for I reckon 45 minutes and just talk to him. The first thing that I, I realised how small he was, he was tiny, he was a little man but he had this amazing energy about him and, um, and I sat there and just talked cricket while he signed autographs very, very carefully and, and, and wrote out personally to everyone, responded to, I reckon it must have been at least a 1,000 to 2,000 letters. Um, yeah, it was an amazing experience for me as a young guy and I asked as many questions as I could, but I remember walking out thinking it was a bit of a blur because I was talking to a great man. I was really in awe, but uh, it was a fantastic opportunity for myself. Oh, my gosh. I'm a bit speechless for yeah. you. I just think that's so unreal. Yeah, it was an amazing time. Oh, thanks, Tim, for being away today because I picked the perfect day to fill in to hear that story. I'm very envious, I might add. And thanks for doing the show, Katie. I really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me. 
That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Uh, for everybody listening, make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you are listening to. And a big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors in Maine Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And, of course, thank you to our producer, Dan McHugh. As always, thank you, Legend. We'll be back tomorrow. I won't be. Tim is back with your daily dose of sport with Shane. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.